Hey folks, mm. we are, we don't have an intro yet. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. Uh, it's a training week, so we're talking about training. That's kind of going to be the um, life cycle of our content is we're going to talk about training one week and then nutrition and then mental performance and then what we're doing gaming side. So we're and just gaming and just in general, like yeah. training stuff, like everything mixed together, like a hodgepodge yep. week. Um, that way we can keep diverse content coming to you, um, but still be on topic for you. And, and enjoy us, producing it as well. Yeah, and that gives us time to, to prepare stuff ahead of time and for you to give us some suggestions ahead of time. So this is a training week, and we're just going to keep it simple and talk about our favorite exercises, which, surprise, surprise, you're probably most likely, most definitely, you're going to see if you're one of our campaign members. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, we're just talking kind of our, our three favorite um, strength exercises and then our individual favorite um, cardio exercises. So Anthony's going to lead us off with his favorite exercise and why. Hello, everybody. I am Coach Anthony. You may remember me from all the other podcasts before this one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to open up with uh, my favorite lift. <clears throat> which everyone who knows me already knows what it is. The squats. Squats. <laughs> um, I think squats in general, uh, overall development for your full body. So it's my favorite to do. Get you some good glutes. Get you some big old glutes. legs. Build up the erectors in your back, your core, erectors. your shoulders, <laughs> you know, everything. If you're engaging properly, it should be a full body movement. Which is why I see all these Olympic lifters who pretty much squat all the time just have six packs and look jacked out of their minds. <laughs> and all they do is squat clean and snatch, you know. So, um, obviously, if you have proper mechanics, uh, it's going to benefit you more. So, you need oh, yeah. some mobility. And that's another thing, you know. If you're not, there's different forms of squatting. Uh, Tell them about my squat squats. before I started yoga. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Dude couldn't get 90, but he's also like, has a lot of land to cover he's six foot two <laughs> has a has a six tiny one. torso and long legs legs to go what's that saying that they say about women go legs all the way up heaven yeah <laughs> i have some marilyn monroe legs, legs for days <laughs> legs, for, legs days. for days um but yeah so um i think in developing just overall power and like functionality too i mean because squatting is just first off it's a primitive movement like everyone from day one you see children do it all the time with perfect form just sitting there squatting near the floor playing with their toys like fold all the way down butt touching the floor feet flat yeah feet flat everything it's nuts mm -hmm. like then you kind of learn to take advantage of that situation as you get older and you lose that because you're sitting all the time and your hips get tight or ankles get tight and all this other stuff so i think the squat for me is like the main one it'll show you a lot of your weaknesses a lot of your strengths and it'll help you develop into a better athlete or just better fitness level if you're doing it correctly oh yeah that's number one for me so so following <laughs> off to that um what i lovingly call the monk squat which is just a squat variant and i have a bunch of variants on top of that so a monk squat is synonymous with what you might have been heard might have heard called the cyclist squat excuse me and that is where you are very narrow stanced, so your feet are almost right next to each other. Your heels are elevated. I'm usually on a 25-pound uh, bumper plate, 
and you're in a front squat position. And when you go all the way down, you actually rest your hamstrings across your calves. And it might, like from the outside perspective, it looks like you're, you're pushing your knees too far forward, but you don't feel any pressure in your knees whatsoever. So I hate squats. I've always hated squats, uh, as Anthony can attest to, and writing my own programming um, mysteriously. Squats <laughs> never showed up. <laughs> um, I don't know why that was, but, you know, when I began following the same you get a coach of you yeah yeah that's, that's <laughs> why you don't write your own <laughs> yep that's a and and honestly the fact that i do the programming that my people follow is what keeps me um accountable, accountable now <laughs> yeah uh even though we still don't do back squats but that's not really a monk program thing anyway but anyhow uh the thing i like about these these cyclist squats monk squats is that they actually hit that inner head of your quadricep which if you've been squatting for a while or you're a person like me that was, um, it's not bow legged. It's not duck footed. It's the opposite of duck footed. We know it is, it is duck footed. Yeah. Your feet feet point out. out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of duck footed and like the way I walk is I have control from like the knee up and then everything below my knee is just basically dead meat that I tomahawk (laughs) chuck in front of me and land on every step of the way. I, I just have terrible walking form. I have great running form, terrible walking form. And I really think part of that was that that inner head of the muscle was pretty weak. It was kind of long, and the outer head of the quadricep was was pretty contracted and, and was uh, overly strong. There just wasn't a lot of balance there. So that squat really hits that inner head of the quad and will actually kind of turn your feet back in if you do it long enough. I was only doing it for four weeks and I noticed my walking form was much improved. So I thought it was something like glute medius or, or my glutes that needed worked on that were, was going to fix that. But no, it was actually uh, that right at the top of the knee that needed to turn my legs back in. So that's the interesting thing about some of these exercises is that you can kind of slowly remodel the body and pull the skeleton back into form. Oh, yeah. So that's what I really liked. And that muscle is called the VMO. Um, let me pronounce it here. Vastus medialis. So if you want to do a deep dive on that, you can, but yeah, that's the cyclist squat, um, which I've renamed to the monk squat because it's actually used a lot in, uh, Kung Fu stuff I found out. So, well, I think everyone has used it as something. I've also heard them called sissy squats and all sorts of stuff. I was doing them just the other day. That is toxic masculinity, sir. No. How dare you? There's sissies who do them. No. Wow. You don't have any. There's no masculinity in the fit I have. Uh, all right. Uh, numero dos for me. Oh, I don't get a. I don't get a vote. I see how it is. What do you have? Actually, one of my favorites, and I didn't actually think it would be, is deadlifts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it really. I don't know the amount of time I could do it because you know hernia and whatnot yeah uh, i really saw <laughs> i mean i saw a huge improvement in it as i yeah. was going through which i have to give to the brute training more than anything else for sure uh but definitely made made the squats easier too or at least made it yeah. feel easier you kind of just an all-around uh, body workout just like squats or anything else yeah. which is what the brute's all about is just building <laughs> well and for you um just outside looking in and i see this with most people mm-hmm. um is that if you are a desk job person or person that was sedentary for a long time, those hamstrings get super long and those, yep. those quads will get super tight and you get something called pelvic interior tilt. So when you start 
doing those deadlifts. Is that where my butt sticks out all sexy like? Yeah, you get J-Lo booty hard. <laughs> call them duck butt too. Duck butt, yeah. <laughs> well, and then you have distended belly too, like, you know, because that's kind of lean mm-hmm. forward. Um, but when you tighten up those hamstrings again, that's that skeletal re- remodeling. You know, you yeah. pull the skeleton back into form. So that's a good thing. And then if it's back into form, you can do all your other movements a lot better. So, yeah. you know, you're not loading your lower back in a squat because your pelvis is tilted forward and all that pressure is now going into that swoop in the back rather than your big giant Anthony glutes. <laughs> so, that's right. yeah, I, I mean, that's, that probably was the best exercise you could have done. So yeah. it's awesome. It's a complete body movement as well. It uses almost Delicious everything. Yeah. Or some people would say I'm not very partial deadlifts. I mean, I do them still just cause I know that how functional they are, but I like them. Yeah. They're just not my favorite one to do just cause there are so many things that can go wrong. And if you're not doing it correctly, this and a lot true. of people don't. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a form Nazi at my gym when well, it comes to deadlifts. Deadlifts and bent rows. I finally yeah. got people to do bent rows correctly because for some reason I couldn't get it to click. That was a trainer error. I couldn't get it to click. But Yeah, it's just one of those things like uh, people, you know, like to push themselves on it a lot. So like they will sacrifice form and then yeah. wind up hurting something or something like that. And they'll blame the lift. And it's like, no, if you're doing proper form, you, yeah. like you should feel it in your glutes and your hamstrings the most and like oh, upper man. back in your abs it's like if you're feeling your lower back the only time that should ever happen is if like at the yep. end of like a 10 10 set of three or something you're like okay and start failing a little yep. bit because you'll start to see these power lifters <clears throat> that are like wrenching through the whole movement and the bars wobbling all over the place just yeah. to get that lift out and they just look like big purple penises yeah <laughs> like yeah, they really do like just yeah. veined up and disgusting yeah, I see, like uh, i don't know why i just really like the feel of like it just felt like i was pushing through the floor yeah yeah <laughs> just what <laughs> felt like i was about to break the floor yeah. when i'd lift up that's one of the tips that we give out yeah push through yeah. the floor because that's and what you're trying to do you're not trying to pull it up you're trying to push push with your legs away yep. from the floor i think it's also one of the few movements too that it's actually comfortable at the top of the movement yeah you know what i mean it's also pretty good like if you have beginners have them start at the top of the movement so you pull it out of the rack and have them descend under control and then pop out of the bottom because it forces yep. them to be in perfect form the whole way. Yeah. You so lock out and stand yeah. on the mountain. The <laughs> mountain top of deadlifts. Um, my second one would be power cleans. Ooh, power for a lot of the same cleans. things. It works a lot of the same muscles and everything that a, that a deadlift works, except for it works the quads if you're in the right position at the bottom too. And I mean, all these work the quads, but it has more quad engagement. And it's also a very explosive movement. So mm-hmm. trying to move the weight as fast as you can into that rack position. So pulling it from the floor coming off that hip and then right into top of your shoulders um so it also helps you learn how to control weight through air which is a very important thing mental help you with you first off like you're doing pull-ups or anything else like that and then just control in general if you're able to keep it over your midline and obviously the more weight you can do and everything the more explosive an athlete you are so you can be able to jump higher run faster usually sprint for harder all that stuff definitely um i wrote down my number two as the l-sit pull-up or the l-sit chin-up and actually i'll define it as the l-sit chin-up so if you ever see an l-sit where somebody's um completely like locked out pushing down and they have their feet straight out in front of them and they make a 90 degree angle i mean that's such a such a power move as far as like control your body well, I like to take that a step further from the hang where you're hanging from a pull-up bar 
and you're in that L-sit position. And on the way up, it's not too tough. Um, I mean, it's still tough because you have to bring your legs with you, but it's the way down when you're sort of releasing the muscles that those legs want to start falling down. And you, I mean, you feel it in your gut. It sucks. And I love it. I really love it just because there's a lot of skill element to it. There's a lot of things to pay attention to where you're, you know, you're pushing your heels towards the wall. You're pushing your, your toes towards the ceiling. I mean, everything from your toes all the way to your fingertips, you're having to keep in control the whole time, yeah. but you're still moving through the movement. So I think L-sit jumps are probably my favorite body weight movement. Um, yeah. Force you to keep tension even as you're coming down with the movement. Yep. I mean, the, and, and the cool thing about that too, is that a lot of people will fall out of a pull up or a chin up you know, they'll wrench themselves up and then they'll just sort of fall down on their joints coming yeah. out of the movement. And I hate that with any movement. I think you should be in control of the movement 100% of the time. Uh, even in something like a power clean where, you know, that bar is explosive. You're, you're still in control of that bar. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I see people fall out of movements, I don't know, something like this could be really helpful where it's like, Hey, you've got a lot more to focus on throughout the entire movement. You don't have the option to fall out of it. So definitely an L sit chin up is we should make videos for all these two just to throw them up. But yeah, uh, that one I'm going to say is my favorite body weight. Move. That's the one I find myself doing too. When I'm training people is like, if I'm just, you know, just getting a rep here or there yeah. just to stay, stay in the game, you know, and, and keep alive for my clients. I'll just do a few of those. L sit chimps. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, my okay. second would actually be, even though I don't like them, dips <laughs> dips uh it's i don't know it definitely hits it i don't know i always feel that triceps are really hard muscles to hit yeah and dips always just seem to work better for them and then of course you have the you have to train like keep the abs tight and everything like that yeah lats traps all that oh, stuff yeah. involved it's in it it's all very i do dips and it's a chest workout yeah I think my, I've got a big strong chest though kind of takes over but it feels like my chest is going to rip open and an alien's going to fly out I feel it's it just everywhere feel like my sides are going to be cut <laughs> yeah I usually just pinch my elbows to my side and I'll feel my chest triceps yep. lats because they're engaging everything oh, core yeah. if I'm using weight usually I don't feel my core unless I'm using like extra weight I well have, like, I have 45 extra weight or so <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to like brace myself against it so yeah, that's about the only time I feel core. I mean, obviously it works the entire time, but just don't feel it unless there's actual added weight to it. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, good old dips. Well, me again. What do you got? My third is overhead press. Um, I think this is also very important because just like the squat, it'll allow you to see where someone is functional upper body. Most people, you know, they. At least when I see yep. them, they can't even get their head all the way through their arms. They're usually over mid-20s, early 30s. Like, that's a big problem because they're suffering mobility. Mm -hmm. And working them through that motion and through progressions in order to get to, like, the full range just gives them a whole better look on life. And obviously, yeah. the more it's more functional to press something overhead. You're usually not going to be on your back like a bench press and, like, press something off you. If something falls, you're going to usually be standing or something like that, and you're going to press it over yeah in a way um plus you'll see, see like when people fall forward and stuff like that mm -hmm. they lose a lot of core uh structural issues yep and you just, i mean you have to keep your legs in tension 
um, core tension, you know, your shoulders, your back, everything just working. Oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. overhead press is one of the ones that um, back in the day I'd have clients go through like a, a structural sort of assessment. Mm-hmm. And they just, uh, you'd see like the degree towards which they had to lean forward just to compensate for that, that lack of mobility in their shoulders. Because if you just do a normal squat, you can keep that chest pretty tall. But the minute you throw your hands up straight up above you, you know, everything starts to get pulled forward. So that's, yep. yeah, that's definitely one. That's yeah, you'll see people like arch their yep. back and all sorts of stuff in order to try to get the mobility. It'll look like a continental press, which is a completely different movement. I've never heard of that one. That's a strongman way. So like they <laughs> lean back and they kind of make an overhead like a more like a bench. It's a really, really strongman movement. They still do it in like strongman stuff. Interesting. Um, it works different stuff, but I mean, those guys are bracing on their belts and all that stuff, you know, like and gotcha. they're built for that. That's like what they do. So yeah. If you're like a hundred, if you're not like an average person, you're trying to continental press like a couple hundred pounds. It's not going to, it's not going to go well. You're not thick enough. Trust me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I got it. (laughs) Please. I got an upper body and a lower body. And now I got my favorite, uh, recovery move, which if anybody's done yoga, you pretty much end every yoga session with this. It's called Shavasana. Uh, and Shavasana is just laying on your back with your palms up, uh, staring at the ceiling. And I wish, I absolutely wish I could get all my clients to do this for five minutes after a workout and put breath work into it. And the reason being is because, and I, I, if you're in the monk program, I at least have it written down. I don't know if you do it. Um, because a lot of people, you know, feel fine skipping the cool down. They're like, Oh, I'm here to do the workout. Not the, not the cool down. But other people call it corpse pose, corpse pose. Yeah. Uh, the reason I like that though, is because you actually build up a lot of tension in a workout. Um, I mean, you know, you're contracting your muscles under force and intensity and weight. So you're building a lot of tension and I think it's important to sort of ease and take care of that tension immediately after your workout, especially because you've got all those endorphins running through you. It's just a perfect time to kind of sit back and catch your breath and, and, uh, you know, really actually focus on the breath and think about your recovery and your rest and, you know, what you're going to do with this energy that you just created in your workout. So, you know, it's a time where you're actually awake and you're alert, but you can still sort of, you know, wind down a little bit while maintaining that awake feeling, that alert feeling and kind of take out that tension that you've just built up because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are working out at noon. They're working out right before they need to go to work. Um, you know, they're coming off of work. You got enough tension already or you have enough things you need to face. So it's just another part of exercise. If exercise is about taking care of yourself, this is another part of taking care of yourself. So Shavasana is definitely uh, one of my favorites. If I could get away with making it the whole workout, I'd do it. But, you know, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> Nonetheless, I think it has a place um, right there at the end of the workout. So that's the one, Shavasana. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess my last one would actually be, and I don't know because I'm not a trainer, uh, what there's their actual term or not, but it'd be uh, calf extensions. Calf extensions? Yeah. Do explain. Uh <laughs> Well, and it's weird because (laughs) I only kind of randomly started doing them uh, when I was first running, like way back in the day uh, before college. Uh, I always, when I ran and everything, you know, my my quads hurt, you know, it's aching legs because you're running, obviously. Mm -hmm. But uh, I also knew that my feet felt weird. Like they fell on the ground at odd times. Like Hmm. they didn't hit 
uh, sequentially or anything like that. It, didn't, gotcha. it wasn't rhythmic. Running uh, yeah, and then I also knew that going up uh, stairs or anything quickly, it was it always hit the tops of my legs, mm-hmm. and I kind of got into doing calf extensions, which essentially just in you can do it with weight on you or not, but you just yeah. basically lift your calf, you know, on the balls of your feet, just up and down, uh, and it different angles hit different parts of the calves but i noticed that it gave me kind of more of a spring in my in my step gotcha. running up the stairs made running easier because it i didn't just rely on my quads for you know picking my legs up i kind of had a bit of a bounce yeah so, so you had like just, sleeper sleeper calves they weren't engaging as you were running probably yeah so, so like you'd wake them up with your extensions and then they'd be firing and then you'd go run and they'd actually be working yeah exactly easier so I like leg extensions or calf extensions specifically because it actually made just kind of the all around easier just by doing one little thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people um, hear calf extensions and they think bodybuilding stuff. And I actually want to mention that we have a mutual friend here who I won't uh, name, but she has ankles that turn in. And I gave her some PT drills that are like calf est- extensions. For that same reason that, you know, I worked on that inner head of my um, quads to turn my feet back in, you know, we kind of had to turn her ankles out. We had to keep them from knocking in towards each other. It caused her a lot of ankle pain, especially for somebody who's on her feet a lot. Excuse me. God, I'm drinking this Dr. Zevia and it's making me burpy. <laughs> um, but uh, it was it was definitely helpful. And that's something that I'd given to other people, too. Um, and they were certain sort of like you you're on the side of a stair doing it and it's only working one side of your calf so that it can strengthen that and pull that uh ankle back into place again you know you're you're bringing that skeleton back to form remodeling the skeleton with little slow pulls you know readjusting the tension it's like a bonsai tree (laughs) yeah i'm gonna answer that mr miyagi little thought right there you know you you have to train it very slowly because i watch a lot of cobra kai we watch watch all all of cobra kai (laughs) (laughs) watch all of and then all the well tried to watch i watched one and a half anthony watched two somebody fell asleep yeah i am not somebody but nonetheless um yeah i mean it was really helpful so it's it's definitely not something to discount and if you if you want to do an assessment on your ankles and look at it or you have regular ankle pain you can see whether your ankles are turning in, um, knocking towards each other, and then you can look into those sort of PT drills that'll help straighten you out. I think we're just doing cardio. We got one cardio thing. Yeah, one more thing. On most of those like main movements, obviously there's regressions and everything. Like he was kind of saying, like to help fix like certain movement patterns or something you have, like for the squat, doing single leg or body weight or overhead, doing single arms. That way you kind of even out each side of your body and all this other stuff, you know, like to help you get better. And another thing is obviously integrate these into your workouts as you see fit mm-hmm. and make sure you're not like doing squats, cleans, deadlifts and everything all in one workout, you know, like just cause they're all good doesn't mean you just combine them into one. You like have to do workout. all of these <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every day until you um, die, which would be very shortly. Get on a s- s- pretty good program that like spreads them out and gets you a little bit of training in all of them. You know, I heard of a good program. Yeah, it's called Fit AF. Is it? Everyone knows of it. Everybody. Everybody. The world knows it. Worldwide. (laughs) Prestige worldwide. Prestige. I was going to say it. I was looking for it. (laughs) Yeah, last is our cardio piece. My favorite Mm -hmm. cardio piece would be biking, whether it's outdoor machine or whatever. Just, 
I mean, there's another one, but I figured Adam's going to cover it, so yeah, I'll let him have it, it, and I'll <laughs> help him cover it too. So, I mean, we'll both have stuff to say about that one. Biking, just low impact, especially if you're a, like, I'm a weight jockey, you know, I like lifting heavy shit all the time. So, makes me feel good. I love doing it. Um, so, like, no impact really on biking. You're going to just get some muscle, you know, hypertrophy, and all that stuff, get some blood flow into there. It's going to help you heal. It's going to build some cardio endurance. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you're not pounding your knees away, your ankles, hips, or anything like that. You know, you're just working the muscle exa- like the way it's supposed to be. And it's going to oh, help yeah. you feel better recovered, like for your next leg workout and all that stuff. And it still builds up that endurance that you want to get that capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the cool thing is that you guys are kind of getting an insight into what we like personally. And you know how how well thought out we um have placed our own programming on ourselves and on you you know like this isn't just uh you know what's fun or what seems cool like we really think about how this affects the human body because we're doing the same training we're giving to you i mean this is yeah. a product that i mean you, you i'm sure you've heard other people say that like oh i live by my own product but like we legit are doing this training for ourselves and we want what's absolutely excellent for ourselves so and it's just you know like we're saying, this is stuff we like. Uh, mine is obviously the run. I just like running. Uh, my introduction to fitness was running. I found that I was weirdly somehow good at it. I have no idea how. My form, I've never need correction on my form. Um, and for somebody that was never athletic at anything, and to this day, I'm still not very athletic. Can't even catch anything. Well, I have poor, I have poor eyesight. This is part of why that is. But uh, <laughs> um, that was the one thing that when I picked it up, and I picked it up because I knew um, as a teenager that you had to be a really good runner to join the military. And that was an aspiration of mine. So I did it every day all the time. And that was how I first started getting fit. So I really think it's also, you know, if you haven't noticed yet, I'm really in deep on the monk sort of avatar and character. That's why I really wanted to train the monk. That's why we picked the monk as one of the uh, character classes and running for me is a zen experience it's a time to i mean i dude it's like what i imagine ayahuasca would be like maybe Mm -hmm. not that extreme but i go to (laughs) i go to outer space on my runs there's times where like i'll kind of just blink and i'll come back and i'll be like you know it's automatic that i'm on the trail that i'm on so it's not like i get lost but i'm still just like how'd i get here oh my god autopilot yeah Yeah, i'm like how did i get here because i i float off into you know total fantasies you know what i mean whether it's like me being in battle or something crazy like that you know what i mean but things that are just pushing me or i'm like just thinking about one really specific deep subject and i just think that's the that's the cool thing about cardio is that it doesn't have to just be about being a a better fat burner better butter burner that's what uh (laughs) what's his name calls it but uh you know, it's like it can actually be kind of an experience, a mental experience, and, and even a spiritual experience if you let it be. So that's yeah. why I love it. And even as a hardcore cigarette smoker back <laughs> in the day, I ran so <laughs> much. Like six miles general, a day. Running yeah, in general is just a, a natural movement anyway, which I'm sure, I know yeah. we've already said many times, you know, we were built to run. We have, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, and I think I've said this oh, too, yeah. we have the highest endurance capacity of any animal on earth. That's what we're we, built to do. We can't. We can sweat. We can't exactly outrun an animal on yeah, speed, but we can outchase an animal. Exactly. That's what we did. So we can sweat. Yep. And, yep. And we just keep going after them, and eventually wear them down and yeah. take them down. Yep. 
it's what we were built to do. So I still think it's extremely important. Humans thing. are the natural terminator. <laughs> yes. I can't wait until we consume all of the environment. <laughs> all of it. All of it. Every animal. <laughs> like that SpongeBob episode where they chrome everything. <laughs> <laughs> just chrome. Like it's just a That's new the future. Coral. It's all chrome. Yeah, a new coral <laughs> just pops up and they run and spray it. <laughs> all right. What's your favorite cardio? Uh, my favorite cardio is actually rowing. Rowing. Yeah. I don't. I haven't really been able to do it here because we don't have a rowing machine but yet that is that's true (laughs) but it's definitely it's it's low impact cardio which is good for you know people it and you know to be honest people like me or at least past me who are decently overweight it's really hard on the joints and everything and you just you know your legs haven't developed enough muscle yet to really keep you going oh yeah uh but you want cardio so rather than being on a treadmill or running across, you just, you know, push back and forth, really work in the, the shoulders and the yep. your back and everything, like chest. You know, it's kind of a good upper body workout, too. Oh, yeah. But it yeah. gets your, get your heart pumped pretty quick. It's definitely a good upper body workout. Yeah. I like I did some rowing last week, and I like to I would switch my hand positions mid-row, and then I would, like, do a curl with the rower. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you got to get that gotta get that post-workout selfie. Oh biceps popping <laughs> <laughs> no but it was a uh, yeah i enjoy rowing a lot too yeah even one. though i just sold my only rowing, rowing my only rowing devices <laughs> 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 paddleboard and kayaker <laughs> all gone that's after being right. violently assaulted by one of them that's <laughs> right you know it's looking better thank you <laughs> still not perfect there's still yeah. a bump <laughs> yeah i know yeah uh, like a, that's a good one my nose keeps running too. All right. Well, I think that pretty much covers the. That's what we week. got. Yeah. Yeah. We're. Uh, yep. We're gonna close it it's out. It's the right first there. day of fall, basically. So if we're a little low energy, it's because it's forty-five degrees outside and rainy and, and poopy. Cloudy, yeah. Rainy. <laughs> yeah. And plus, cloudy. we're coming off a four-day weekend, three-day weekend. For me, yeah, four day. Feeling uh, feeling pretty. My chill. mind's been like what, fourteen day. It's <laughs> been something like that. <laughs> All right, guys. Yep. Good uh, talking to you. We love absolutely. You Hit us up at Coach Anthony at the Fit AF. Yeah, we're going to have some more content Coach up this week. Adam look, at the Fit AF. Look uh, forward to a blog post. Maybe I'll do a blog post on the monk squat. Just do a little short thing on that with some pictures. That would be cool. Look forward the to that. I'm going to throw that in shorts. there. Or no shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was like, no. Keep it edited for... <laughs> nah. That's, uh, but all right fitafhub.com okay uh fitaf.com coach adam at fitaf.com check us out on facebook instagrams go check go give us a rating if you haven't already on google business oh yeah we're on google business please give us five stars yes please <laughs> don't yep. even hesitate just five stars i don't care what kind if of... you give us one star i have resources to find you actually we know where just all of them live at the moment <laughs> oh perfect <laughs> i'm just kidding all right, bye 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 folks